You know Barbenheimer? You know that weekend? Yeah, yeah. That opening, opening Barbenheimer weekend? Yeah. It pissed me off. Yeah? Because, right, firstly, I'd just seen Interstellar. Yeah. So I was already angry. <laughs> or with Christopher Nolan. With Christopher yeah, Nolan. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course. I'm always angry with Christopher yeah. Nolan. But I was already annoyed with yeah. Christopher Nolan. And then I was trying to enjoy Barbie. <laughs> yeah. And all you could think about and was, I was Oppenheimer. And it, it, was, it was succeeding, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Barbie was doing a great job of, of making me enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly... <laughs> From next door. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then because there's twelve screenings an hour <laughs> of fucking Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Three minutes later, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, a bomb's just gone off. Then. <laughs> I wonder what happens in Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Prick. Spoiler alert. He builds the bomb. He builds a bomb and it goes off and it's loud. <laughs> Oh, you should have seen Barbie with me. My laughter would have <laughs> would have overtook any bomb noise Drowned from out next the, door. The, and it's like you're trying to enjoy this whimsical tale. Yeah. And it's like it's about stuff, right? Barbie's and, about stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's about feminism and it's about like gender roles and it's about like all sorts of stuff and corporatism. It's really weird that a Mattel made a movie about corporatism. But <laughs> And I'm trying to it's about stuff, but I'm having this fun time. It's a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, la di da di da, Barbie Land, aren't I enjoying myself and learning in the. <laughs> Hiroshima. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now I'm having to think about Hiroshima in the middle of Barbie Land. It was a weird weekend. It was for... a weird weekend, and not by choice. It's been a strange decade it so has far, hasn't it? a strange decade. Last year was, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Barbie is a is an example of um, of a magic portal fantasy. Yeah, sorry for going off on that. Yeah, you just I just thought about Christopher Nolan and it annoyed me. Uh, so from Ross Originals, we've got opening a can of wormholes. Ooh, interesting. I like this as as um, they like spaghetti oops. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a can of of spaghetti hoops. Yep. One of them has been at CERN mm. in Switzerland. Yeah. You know the the uh, particle accelerator place. Yeah. They've put these can of spaghetti hoops in yeah. the accelerator, and somehow <laughs> black holes have appeared. Yeah. They've, every single one of them now contains a, a black hole. Yeah. Um, or wormhole. Uh, sorry. I quite like the idea that at the end CERN gets turned into this amazing spaghetti hoops factory. Yeah. Because that's that's they make more each one money. Takes you on an adventure to a to a wormhole world. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they make more money from this began this can of spaghetti black holes yeah. than they ever would doing science. I don't yeah. know why they're doing science No, there. if you just... could just put spaghetti hoops into a worm. And I do think that that's basically it's absolutely yeah, it's just some CERN scientists are stoned and they put some spaghetti oops into, a, into the accelerator. Yeah. Biggest money pit ever, yeah. CERN, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. they don't make any profit. It's nope. ridiculous. Yeah, apart from, you know, people like us who would pay money to watch them accelerate a can of spaghetti oops. I'd pay that. Yeah. I'd pay good money yeah. for that. But they're not going to do it, are they? No. Because they're idiots. Yeah, they are. Fools! Fools! <laughs> So, so they do. We they, know how science works. Yeah. <laughs> so they just, <laughs> they just 
drunk and they're just pouring spaghetti hoops into the into the funnel I imagine they put particles into. Yeah, we just, they just pour particles into it, in, in, into the top of a gun. They've got... And that I assume, right, that I assume they... It's, got, it's like a gun. Yeah. It's got two... The fires in two directions. Yeah. Right? And then... I don't think they can get it exactly right so they collide, right? Yeah. So I think what they have to do is they have to shoot the gun so it goes round and round this this, this accelerator mm. and then run <clears throat> with the gun because yeah. otherwise it'll hit the gun, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so they've got to... Because they're going to miss each other the first time mm. but they've got to run out of the Out of, out the, of the way, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, then, uh, and then eventually those two particles will hit each other. But I also like the idea that they've got like a spice rack filled with elements yeah yeah Part- so today we're gonna fire we're gonna pour some borium into the uh into the into the <laughs> particle accelerator just a, just a just a drop of oxygen in yeah, there yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a dash of oxygen and uh <sighs> and spaghetti oops yeah and spaghetti like they they pick up the wrong yeah, thing and can. it's spaghetti hoops yeah, 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 yeah. and then suddenly woo woo and they look in the accelerator it's just like a load of tomato sauce splattered up against the window <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe like this is um, uh, a bit like the rings from the Sonic movie yeah it takes you know like yeah, this, yeah. You, get, you put your finger through it but you've just put your finger through like into another world yeah and they are still spaghetti oops. <laughs> they're, so not, they're, they're not size. getting bigger like so in Sonic. A lot of people are putting their eyes up to these spaghetti oops yeah. and like and looking through them and they're like, I saw such marvels. <laughs> so no one's going through the You can't go course. through them, they're only spaghetti oops. Well, this is the thing, CERN not too far from Italy. <laughs> they the home to, of spaghetti hoops. They have to bring people in to try and a, a, append more spaghetti into the spaghetti hoops. The, they've got a big spaghetti hoop <laughs> that they're throwing into the accelerator. No, no, I think they're they're trying to they this this would never work again. It's a fluke accident. They can't yeah, make yeah. more of them yet. This would never work. Right, no, no. It's a freak accident. <sighs> they can't make more okay. spaghetti hoops. So what they... they can do is get a pasta master <laughs> Right, in to stitch more pasta into this, we get oops to yeah. widen the wormhole. Of course, and that's when they go to this other. This and that's other world. when Bob Hoskins comes in. Yeah, he's he's a spaghetti man. He's the spaghetti master. He's the pasta master. Yeah, so he he slips into this other world. Yep, um, and uh, just has a good time. I think. Find, yeah, finds um, a world in which um, the. Uh, uh, we uh, are the pasta. We are the pasta. Yeah. He, like, people in Italy have been smacking it, like, smacking at his door, just like, you should treat pasta better. <laughs> you should be more ethical toward pasta. Yeah, you <laughs> should be more ethical towards pasta. Yeah. And then he gets transported to a world in which humans are treated like pasta <laughs> and pasta are humans. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, oh, lovely. Because <laughs> uh, this is Bob Hoskins. He's not doing an Italian accent. Yeah, yeah. He's not doing a Brooklyn accent either. No. He's just doing Bob Hoskins' Cockney. Yeah. Oh, lovely. A nice bath. I'm yeah. going to gain this bath. And then suddenly this giant spaghetti with eyes yep. is comes comes to the 
the pot yeah. that he's bathing in and yeah. just like with a giant wooden spoon and just like ah I make her the spaghetti <laughs> I make her the humi I make her the humi the Bob Hoskins <laughs> yes yes and uh, what does he learn uh, he learns he to, to treat, treat spaghetti better spaghetti better so then he it, it, uh, creates a, a free range spaghetti ranch <laughs> um yeah yeah um funnily that's the least believable bit of, <laughs> of this pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, we seem to top... We seem to top least believable every other sentence. Yeah, it did. It just <laughs> kept going that one, didn't it? So that was opening up a can of wormholes. <laughs> Yeah, it's time to record an episode of the Licensed Pitch Podcast. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I, I think so, yes. It's, it's that one that's been going on for nearly eight years now, isn't it's it? It's quite a, quite a long time, yes. Do you have any opinions of the of the, of the the podcast? It's been fairly positive. You've got fairly positive opinions. Would you say that was a popular opinion amongst your, 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 your age group? Well, yeah, there's some episodes that have maybe maybe laugh, maybe uh, maybe wonder with my uh, my uh, sort of imagination, you know, maybe maybe wonder. Oh, that's what Timothy Chalamet would look like being chased by Tim Burton. That's a great that's a great visual image. Uh, but then there's other other images that make me physically sick. It's quite it's quite sickening sometimes. Yes. Not going to mention those, but they are there. They're definitely there. I don't want to particular choose a particular one. Perhaps the uh, perhaps the, the episode where Adam Sandler gets impregnated by these animals from Alien. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. one maybe. That brings me on to a point. Yeah. Right. So I was listening to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, on, good. On Star Talk. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, yeah. the guest he has on pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's a bit weird. Yeah. He's he's a strange presenter. Um, yeah. He's a strange man. Yeah. A very strange man. Yeah. But you know how he goes after films for being like inaccurate. Yes. He. Um, I'm not going to say shat on, but yeah. sort of said, "Oh, Alien isn't imaginative." Why does Alien have teeth? What, like, he was basically... He said that the Why blob... Why does this animal have teeth? Yeah, that the blob is the most, uh, like, creative use of... Uh, creative version of an alien we've seen put to screen. Okay. He says, because it's so far removed from, like, humans. Right, yeah. And And yet he was like, oh, yeah, so Predator, like, it's just a big bloke. Like it, it is, uh, like, arguably it's a bloke with a face that opens sideways. Yeah, a yeah. big bloke. Yeah, that's and arguably not very imaginative. Sure. When it gets to Alien, though, I'm I'm gonna say he's wrong, mm-hmm. but not being imaginative. Yeah, because you don't actually see the alien. Yeah, in Alien, because in, in uh... the the real alien yeah. is the thing that laid the eggs. Mm. The alien we see is something that's bred From via a human. A human. Yeah, yeah, that's bred via John Hurt. That's so funny. it will have some uh, some stuff. So yeah, take that, Neil. Yeah, so Doctor Tyson. Animals look, look different depending on what they yeah get laid in yes basically uh, get yeah. laid with so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, have you seen the original Geiger? Um, is it Geiger? Yeah, Geiger yeah, did the um, alien. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the original design? No. It's just like a really... Lo- like, it's way more phallic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 
How could it be more phallic? Tom, it's way more phallic. The, the alien, the xenomorph, is a man, is a skeleton man with a massive <laughs> cock on his head. For a head. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's more that. Yeah, it's it's more penis. <laughs> it was really Scott like? I know, I know. I said the themes would be this. Yeah. But can we tone it down, please, Geiger? I mean, the thing is, Ridley Scott didn't have to because yeah. H.R. Geiger already puts penises all <laughs> over his art. He's one of those guys that that drew a load of dicks on yeah. on on like his exercise books in school, and then and just, just kept, kept doing, on doing like, it. Like he was just doing that one day and watching like um, uh, Metropolis. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> and oops, <laughs> I want to draw that, but with more dicks. You got you got penis in my Metropolis. You got. <laughs> Metropolis in my penis. <laughs> Two great tastes that taste great together. It does not. It is haunting. <laughs> tastes great, HR Geiger. Yeah. yeah. I watched a documentary on him. I can't remember a thing about him. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know much about him. I know he had a strange childhood. I yeah. think he was. I th- well, he was. He was kept in that 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 metal genital museum. <laughs> metal genital museum. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, the... where, where where he couldn't really tell tell uh, <laughs> human form from from metallic machine, de- machine design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of cogs going round, but yeah. he doesn't know if it's human limbs or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The the metal gentle museum of Austria. That's yeah. uh, that, that's a place that probably <laughs> exists. Sprockets that, that 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 are holding hands with each other. <laughs> Oh, that's creepy. But yeah, Dr. Tyson, I, I disagree. Mm. The alien and alien you don't see. Yeah, that is true. It invokes imagination. Yes. It invokes imagination. Yeah, that's true. Who knows what um, laid those eggs? <laughs> there was a funny like TikTok of him. Um, th- there's a video of him where he tries to describe how many um, versions of, uh, like... A deck of cards there can be, mm. right? If you shuffle cards, oh, how many right. different? Yeah, yeah. You know? And he's going like big. He's like, you know, if you took every grain of sand from every, he's doing it. <laughs> and then the, the TikTok was just someone reacting to that as they go along, but like they're high, <laughs> and they're just having a bad trip as he just will not stop talking <laughs> about these massive concepts. This is like a bulldozer. Like a bulldozer for your uh, for your emissions. Do, do you know? I like I don't consider myself like a luddite or a sort of like you know a person an anti intellectual at all. Oh yeah. Um, but if Neil deGrasse Tyson, if I if I knew Neil deGrasse Tyson personally, mm. I would develop a reaction where when he said, "Did you know?" I'd say, "No, Neil, <laughs> I didn't, and I don't wanna." Oh yeah. Like <coughs> if you if you listen to like him when he's got uh, like really good practitioners in in the field they're talking about that week he just cuts in and goes oh but this is this and yeah. this is this and I was like I'm trying to listen, listen to the to guy the, talk to the, to the person who knows all about the, the specific yeah. thing we want to talk about yeah, it's... Neil don't try and make yourself also look because cle- you, you, you've got to be like well I'm also clever yeah I mean he's doing a lot for scientific learning however mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> a, a, a great interviewer he is He's all right. Yeah, I, I just think he, he's got a lot of passion for being on TV around science. Yes, um, I, I which which can be considered to doing a lot for for, for scientific learning. Yeah, as being a recognisable face alongside yeah. it, like but, Brian Cox. 
But being a listener and, yeah. and being a good, good interviewer, yeah. they do help as well. Yeah. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would just, if I knew him, I just, I think I would just develop a gut reaction of like, as soon as he said, did you know, yeah. I would st- tr- actively try to not learn. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd go back. You'd end up like supporting Trump or something. Yeah, so yeah, after, yeah. A, after a month of, <laughs> of knowing him, you've got this MAGA hat on. I'm like you flat know? earthing. Yeah. You know? Like, by the time I spent an afternoon with him and he said, Did you know four times? I'm like, Yep. I knew that because that's what. They use that that amount of distance between us and the moon is the only way that they can keep us from finding out that the, the, the Earth is flat. But Neil, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> Who's they? <laughs> you know them. Yeah, um, I, I think I think I would just. I am. I guess, I guess I'm not an anti-intellectual. Yeah, but I am more. You keep saying this. I am more <laughs> stubborn than I am uh, interested in learning. Yeah. Okay. Like, I am more bolshy. <laughs> so, you're open to new ideas, but you just don't want to hear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah not from him. <laughs> not from not him. in that way. It depends on the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I am more stubborn, definitely. Yeah. Maybe if it's... If, if What if Brian Cox... I, th- I like Brian Cox's voice. Yeah. I think he's a bit of a funny one. Yeah. And so I'd be like... I'd be, I'd be like... Looking over it, I side eyeing him a bit. Mm. I'd be like, I'd be learning what he's saying, but also every time I turn my back on him, I'd be like, yeah, oh, is he still there? <laughs> he hasn't wandered off to do something weird. I'm still here, Matt. It's me. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> he's, just, he's just there in the corner of the room. <laughs> I've been here your whole time. <laughs> just in the shadows. <laughs> it's like emo haircut. Yeah. Go just like there in a in a black turtleneck or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just I just give him the side eye every now and again. That's all. Yeah, I still learn the thing he had to say, mm. but I'd be like, "How are you applying this knowledge? I don't trust you." <laughs> do, what do you think he's doing with that knowledge? If he if he takes me like to. <laughs> If he takes me to his department in a... I don't know if he's got a department in a university or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if he takes me to somewhere where he does his work, right, I am going to be looking for hidden doors. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of hidden doors... Yeah. We're doing Magic Portal Fantasy. Oh, yes, here we are! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Managed to land straight... Like, Nailed I was guiding it. the plane. Nailed it. Guiding the plane and then, oh, perfect <laughs> landing. Absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Magic Portal Fantasy. Um, yeah, we've talked about this before. Yes. It's a good It's a good genre. Cause, we like this genre, yeah. I think, generally. Yeah. I hate it. No, no, I, I like I it. I mean, you've, you. I think you might have said so in the past. Yeah, as a joke. <laughs> but, um, like the, jo- the joke I've forgotten about, but I'm making again. <laughs> so I watched a new one recently. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I watched... Um, I used it in this title post. Uh, I watched uh, Mirror Mask. Oh. The, the, the lost... Not lost, but the, <laughs> the forgotten Henson movie. Yeah, I saw... I've not watched it. I've mm. never even heard of it until... Uh, wait, hang on. No, is the is the title of it? Is one of the R's backwards? Oh, I don't know. I I, I didn't really see the poster. Like a sort of basic font with all the little with all the letters, sort of um, very spaced well, what out. What I'll say is um, the the name of it. Mm. Um, so the, the 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 art style of it 
if you imagine um, a Neil Gaiman book cover, yeah, that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, I'll I'll show it you now. Um... Oh my god! No, that isn't what I'm thinking of. Um, this, but, this this sort of thing. But by God, um, the uh, I saw the I saw the screenshots you put up yeah, on um, yeah, yeah. on the title post, and I, I never want to look at that title post again. So, for those people who don't know, um, Mirror Mask is yeah, it's a Henson movie uh, written by Neil Gaiman, um, yeah. uh, based on drawings by the guy and I can't remember his name now who does all of Neil Gaiman's book covers. You would who think did, who did the early Sandman. Uh, right designs for for the covers. And oh things. yeah, the Jim Henson's graphic novel mm. thing. Oh no, yeah, wait, uh, Neil Gaiman's graphic novel. What, what am I thinking of? Your then? Tale of Sand. Tale of Sand. One you bought for me on yes. my birthday once. Yeah, um, yeah. No, um, uh, Neil Gaiman. Sand. Sand. Yeah, <laughs> Sandman is the is the Neil Gaiman co- uh, comic. Yeah, the um, Gwendolyn Christie thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on Netflix now. Mm. Now on Netflix. Now on Netflix. Mirror Mask. It's a movie. Uh, it's got loads of UK. Uh, TV like people, yeah, yeah, and uh, movie people. Yeah. It's uh, got uh, Rob Brydon, oh yeah, um, a kind of a younger, much younger Rob Brydon. Mm. Um, it's he's still playing a dad. Um, <laughs> he's, he's twenty-one and yeah. playing a dad. Um, uh, he's, it's got um, Stephen Fry. Yeah, um, it's got um, the guy who played Crichton in Red Dwarf. Um, I was trying to think of his name the other day. Robert Llewellyn. Oh my god, thank you for that. Because mm. uh, my friend's dad kind of looks like him. I saw a photo of my friend's dad and I was like, that looks like uh, Crichton from Red Dwarf, yeah. but without the makeup on. And I could not for the life of me think of his name. And he plays a, I think, Robert Llewellyn plays a a sort of cat guy in this movie. <laughs> Weirdly. Um, he's got like a, he's got a, his face is superimposed onto a CG cat. Oh, thing. that's what I was looking at. Um, was it? It might have been that one. It yeah. might have, yeah. There's a few of those. Um, oh, fucking hell. Uh, then they are a threat. They are scary. They're supposed to be scary in, yeah. in, in the movie. Um, but yeah, uh, like I was like, is that Hugh Laurie? Because it, like, it kind of felt like Hugh Laurie. He's got yeah, a voice yeah. a little bit like Hugh Laurie's. He's got a voice a little bit like Hugh Laurie's. Stephen like, Fry is yeah, also Stephen confirmed. Stephen Fry's in it, yeah. 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 Um, Stephen Fry plays a librarian, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> and the, then he's in this film yeah, as well. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a movie about, and, and this is what I like about Magic Portal Fantasy. Mm. Uh, now, I'll preface saying this movie takes some getting used to, mm. right? It's um, it's got that weird smeary art style, mm. right? Everything's brown and orange, and oh. everything feels a bit like a dream. <laughs> is, is it like Battlefield Earth? No, brown not, and orange, and everything grim. feels like a dream. Not not grim. Like yeah, Battlefield Earth. Say dream nightmare. I don't mean like Gears of War. Okay, I mean right. like 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 everything's like a delirious oh, sandstorm. Oh, like um, Mad Max Fury Road. Kinda, yeah, yeah. kinda. Um, but like it's smeary, um, it's uh, strange, and then you've got this weird blending, this kind of nightmare, like KNIGHT, like the TV show, mm. mess style, like superimposition of people into CG environments mm. that feels a little bit like an old style point and click 1990s point and adventure. That's the vibe I got. Mist. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Linkin Park music videos. Absolutely, yeah, like, yeah. Um, it, it's got all this stuff 
so it takes some getting used to looking past that because you're so used to Henson movies looking so good from yeah. practical effects and stuff. And so much of this does look good. The aesthetic design looks great. Yeah. Right? You just have to train your brain back into the 1990s. <laughs> or the early 2000s yeah, yeah. was. Really? Uh, Mm, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's got a bunch of voices you know, a bunch of people, mm. uh, names you know. Um, it is... Uh, here's the thing I was going to say uh, that I like about Magic Portal Fantasy is that, like, because it's dreamy, mm. like Labyrinth, yeah. like um, Pan's Labyrinth, mm. like uh, a bunch of stuff, everything that they witness, you're sort of going like, okay, what does this mean in, the, in, in her life? Yes, yeah, yeah. In her real life, what does this mean? What, what does this relate what to? What is this a metaphor for? Right, yeah. yeah. And so, like, she, in the, in the movie, she's going through... Why the, is the hunter in Jumanji also his dad? Exactly! That's yeah. a magic portal fantasy, yeah. right? And so, and this is what pissed me off about, like, everyone saying that um, Jumanji The Next Level was... Uh, oh, Welcome to the Jungle. The, uh, Welcome to the Jungle was the, yeah, yeah. First, one. Uh, the first reboot. Um, mm. Was was better than Jumanji. Was that like I didn't see any of those parallels really. Yeah. Right. Like none of the challenges were really related to the ones that mm. the characters outside of the game. It's the characters they pick. Yeah. It's the characters they embody. Yeah. That really sort of help get their. Get, bring them along their arc exactly, kind of thing yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 it's not quite and we don't really know them outside of the game yeah a lot of time is spent in the game yeah there's not a lot of and I think that's partially because of the attention span that they expect us to have but anyway <laughs> um, the uh, uh, and speaking of which Mirror Mask spends a lot of time in the real world yeah like the early the early movie mm. is long like the <laughs> one bef- before we get to the magic portal yeah long okay um, Hook okay oh my god another magic portal fantasy yeah yeah um, but the uh, you know this this girl is going through grief uh, and and like uh, fear and all that sort of stuff and the the whole thing with Ma- the mirror mask is that like as she goes into this magical world as she's transported into this magical world mm. a version of her some some princess of a dark kingdom yeah. has come out of the world that world mm. this 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 drawing world that she's done yeah uh, it's like a, a world that she's made on her own walls okay um, right uh, and and it ta- has taken over her place in the world mm. and so is smoking and, and, and kissing boys and things and she's like no that's not me like uh, it's you know it's about processing trauma when you're a teenager yeah. right acting up against your, your authority figures and all that sort of stuff mm. I love Magic Portal Fantasy mm. because when pa- uh, when Peter goes into uh, Neverland in Hook mm. he has to take on a parental role to the Lost Boys and he realises yes. that his responsibilities aren't everything the, the Lost Boys he tries to take a parental role to, mm. to the Lost Boys and goes oh no these boys are teaching me something rather than the other way around yeah like I should bond with them in the way that they want to bond maybe that me. promotion isn't everything yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so like Magic Portal Fantasy for me is like the allegorical the allegorical um, storytelling is really strong yeah um, usually uh, I'm trying to think of Magic Portal Fantasies that, that that isn't true I think a lot of like you know Artemis Fowls and and, mm. and and Percy Jackson the Lightning Thief and that sort of stuff well I, I've got an interesting uh, case for you yeah because I've been thinking about a film that is is a 
the furthest away from Magic Portal Fantasy, but still has a lot, you could argue, still has a lot of the tropes mm-hmm. of Magic Portal Fantasy. Yeah. And that is Interstellar. Tell me how that's got anything of the Magic Portal Fantasy, please. So, they go through a portal in space, and they they come across loads of different trials and... Uh, mm. different fantasy worlds in a way mm. worlds that shouldn't exist and there's like the villain in it like if you like the, when I went to see this at the cinema a few months ago mm. it suddenly hit me that the bit where they resurrect Matt Damon mm. feels like a vampire movie and they're getting him out of his crypt and even like the the organ playing yeah. feels like it's a Is magic it? pool yeah. fantasy and like the um like the time running out mm. is like a metaphor for Earth's time running out, uh, for uh, Matthew McConaughey's time running out, and sort of his relationship with his family and mm. and like what what his death means in comparison with Matt Damon, that kind of things. So and mm. that's why I'm thinking it's a magic portal fantasy, but told through like a sci-fi. Or like hard sci-fi kind of world in a mm. way. I think I I think I would want like. I guess most most magic portal fantasies for me mm. don't make the the stakes massive on Earth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. They don't make <laughs> they don't make your like. Um, oftentimes, mm. not always, but the, like the stakes are massive in the mirror in, in Mirror Mask. That like the stakes are you yeah. know. Mum might die, yeah. right? Um, uh, in Jumanji, the stakes are our neighbourhood is being trampled by stuff. Well, yeah, but the, like there's a there's a high stakes as in the Earth might die, and they're finding uh, they're finding a, a place for humans to go. But the the stakes are also personal in the fact that like he's going out and he might not come back with time to see his kids again. I think, I think the, 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 the closest thing you've got there is, yeah, yeah that, that, like, I made a promise to my daughter yeah. and broke it. Yeah. And trying to, to get back to her to fulfil that promise is the closest thing I think, I think yeah. that you're going to get for, like, that v- nice allegorical storytelling. Mm. I can see that... I it's can see it's probably more... I, I've only seen it twice. I can see metaphorical parallels, definitely. Yeah. Like, the... There's the I, I totally get that, like... Matt Damon is an eventual end result of mm. uh, but Michael Caine in that movie. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's, it's all in that same arc. Mm. Which, is, which is why I'm saying it's on the fringes of Magic Portal. You could yeah. still say it's a Magic you Portal certainly, fantasy. There is certainly a portal in it. Yeah, that's, yeah. they go, for, they go is, for a literal portal. And it is fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely uh, fantasy. love saves the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, well, that's that's my case. Basically, I was like, oh yeah, no, that is this follows a lot of the tropes of magic portal fantasy, but it's hidden underneath the hard sci-fi of yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I yeah. can see. I can see why how you would get there. Yeah, and I agree. That is as far as I'm willing yeah, to go. Yeah. That <laughs> it's right on the fringes of the yeah. galaxy of magic portal fantasy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Ross Originals has told us to uh, talk about. Uh, Meow Wolf's Omega Mart Meow, installation. Yeah, Omega Mart. I, it's one of those places that... Actually, um, the only reason I want to go to Vegas. Oh, it is in Vegas, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I, I just... No desire. Every time I've heard anything about Vegas, yeah. no desire to go. Do you think... 
that's why they put Omega Mart there. Because it's like, what demographic aren't we attracting? It's the weirdos. Weirdos who like artsy nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And then we're not going to go and see fucking, I don't know. Who's, Elvis. Who's got, who's got a, a, a Adele. residency in Vegas. But Adele. Yeah, Adele, is it maybe? Yeah, yeah. the um, Blue Man Group. Yeah, yeah, Stomp. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to say, I don't want to go and see people jump off a pirate ship in a, in a little pond, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to gamble, and I don't want... Like, there's two reasons I want to go to Vegas, maybe. One is... Um, three reasons I want to go to Vegas. One is Omega Mart. Yeah. Two is, this is like a skyline zip line that you can go over the entire strip. Oh, yeah. That looks pretty fun. Sounds fun. And uh, three is all-you-can-eat buffets. Um, okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's well, it. Mine's Omega Mart. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the zip line, uh, but the fact that you can go into a building and not know what time it is. Yeah, that That's sounds great. Tom. Timeless. <laughs> I want to feel like I have lost days. I want to get conned. I want to get conned by time. <laughs> I want to get. I don't just want to settle for being conned out of my money. Yeah. I want to be conned out of my time as well. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is the the amazing reason why I want to go to <laughs> Vegas. But Omega Mart, what yeah. what is it? Okay, so um, it is a uh, I would say. A, a space, mm. a literal space, an installation, an art installation um, that is the most physical equivalent of an ARG I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I agree. It is a, a Walmart-style shopping centre mm. um, that you go into and uh, none of the products are recognisable. Yeah. Or recognisable brands. They all, but something is off about all of them. Mm. There's just something off about every product. Um, and there are training videos and uh, you'll have like uh, lettuce that just looks like it's kind of melting on the like salad <laughs> booth and the deli yeah. booth or like just everything's, everything's uh, just slightly like it's from another world or made by someone who doesn't quite understand the environment they're trying to replicate. It feels like a, a department store in Night Vale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Th- those kind of ARG weird, this yeah. is the reality but not quite sort of stuff, right? Mm. And then um, you go around and there's like uh, training videos that are kind of made by someone who doesn't quite understand what a human is like. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, all manner of. Is there not a magic portal to another part of the? Yeah. Market. You open. As well? You open um, a fr- one one freezer. Yeah. And you sort of crawl through a, a a crawl space in that freezer. Yeah. And it takes you into like an infinity room, like like all, all manner of like strange uh. interdimensional <laughs> um, uh, places mm. and, and, and environments that make you feel like you're in an expanse or like strange like uh, on a weird planet or whatever kind of um, mm. very very odd kind of mirror smoke and mirror trick type stuff uh, that makes you um, uh, that's just a, a bizarre experience yeah um, and uh, yeah, it very much is a magic ball. I would say go check out. I think there's there's been quite a few videos Video on videos it watches, um, yeah. on on YouTube. Uh, I would definitely go go watch that. What I take from it is it's like uh, you know Banksy did a fucking theme park. Yeah, the uh, Dismaland. Dismaland. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, but good. Yeah, yeah, like, like that, yeah. but like ab- actually gets an emotional response about out of the you. experience rather yeah. than about 
um, making a point that like you yeah. have to inconvenience thousands of people to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, Banksy. Fuck off. Fuck Prick. off, Banksy. Um, uh, no, um, Omega Mart. I think what I like about it and what how this relates to the to the Manic Portal stuff is that there is this portal, right? It... Sorry, sorry. Did no one think it weird that the frame had a plug socket coming out of it? You know, with the shredder? You know the Banksy thing where he yeah. sold the thing and when the yeah. gavel went down it went for a... Did no one think it weird that that frame had a <laughs> no one cable coming, coming out of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prick. Stupid. <laughs> sorry, you were saying about Omega <laughs> I just, I just got really angry about Banksy then. Stupid idiot. <laughs> idiots rich rich art shit idiots um the uh yeah so um omega mark yeah the thing i like is that this is portal yeah but it's not one way right we can go into this weird realm Mm. right through this freezer yeah but actually things have been coming out of it Mm, you know it's been Uh, what's it called the the uh annihilation Yes. That's sort of like, there's this strange thing and we can look out into this strange thing. It's bleeding out. the other way around is true too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it changes us as much as us as, as changes it. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, putting a door to a faraway place in your location means that you are changed as much as, as, as the place is changed by you. Annihilation is a great example of a magic portal fantasy mm-hmm. um, that is wrapped in hard sci-fi. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, Interstellar, probably less so. Now that I think about Annihilation, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, wait, shit, yeah. yeah it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty, uh, pretty wild. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going off in that movie that's, uh, <laughs> that is all about, like, yeah, Annihilation. It's crazy. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, let's pitch some movies. Let's do it. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.